Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yep, Amazon has deals on outdoor cameras, digital recorders, and night vision binoculars. And with that much spying capability, you're basically Amazon. <laughs> you're at least Facebook. Hey, now. Yeah, I was just reading that Google's changed their uh, chasing you around the Internet policies, the, uh, the cookies, and uh, you go from site to site, and they tell a site, psst, hey, uh, Joe really likes uh, golf equipment. Show him some ads of golf equipment. And they make money that way, but they say they're really reining it back. Is it really protecting our privacy or not? We'll talk about it. So the White House had a goal of having uh, 70% of people fully vaccinated by the 4th of July. Yeah, not so much. Not looking good. Ain't going to happen. Can't blame the White House at all for it. It was unanticipated. We didn't know that there was that big a crowd of people that just were not going to do it. And they just aren't. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to have 70% of people over 30 will have had at least one shot. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. The, the only problem is the states where it's much lower. You've got states where it's in the 30s. And you got that variant running around that is soon to be the COVID. When you talk about COVID, you'll be talking about the Delta variant because it's about to take over. And uh, it spreads a lot faster. And, man, you states that haven't gotten vaccinated... Woo-wee! Your emergency rooms could get jam-packed. Yeah, we'll have to see. The unknown number is the number of people who had asymptomatic cases and have uh, immunity. Excellent point. We we just don't know. Often left out of the conversation. Because you have yeah. immunity, they think. And the vaccine works on these new variants, so get the, get the dang shot. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, well, it's up to y'all. I know there are a lot of people who feel pretty strongly about it. I read one uh, expert who was very even-handed. He was not a scaremonger, which is appreciated these days. But he said, I'm not really worried about a lot more deaths among young people from the Delta variation. I am worried about long COVID and some of the damage it does to people's bodies that is just kind of becoming clear now. He was talking specifically about teenagers and and very young adults who haven't been uh, vaccinated yet. So that that stuff remains uh, mysterious. Who gets that and what damage it does? Iran just shut down a whole bunch of Bitcoin mining that was going on in Iran. They outlawed Bitcoin a while back, and somebody in Iran decided, man, this is where the money is, and was uh, underground mining Bitcoin. I don't know what any of these words mean. (laughs) Um, But, uh, I mean, I know what Iran is, but that's about it. Yeah, China um, just made a major move in that direction, and thousands and thousands of Bitcoin miners are fleeing China now, heading probably for Texas. If I'm mining Bitcoin, I just got a computer in the corner crunching numbers? You probably have a room full of computers crunching numbers in the corner. Okay. Yeah, it takes an enormous amount of electricity. That's that's one of the problems. And do that, I just do Control-Alt-Delete, or how do I get it started? Oh, no, it's automated. Like You just need to get them set up and make sure they don't catch sure. fire. I'll do that. <laughs> make sure they don't catch fire. Yeah. Well, seriously, yeah. It, it, it creates an enormous amount of heat, sucks an enormous amount of electrical power, then you have to cool all your equipment. Oh, yeah. And remember, that's one of the reasons they're getting booted out of China. They're moving to Texas because it's an unregulated market. Remember, we had that story uh, where they thought they had uh, marijuana grow. Mm-hmm going on in some building because it had all the hallmarks using a tremendous amount of electricity, people coming and going, weird hours. Let's go in there and bust all the pot growers. Those dirty hippies in there shooting their marijuanas. Um, 
They went in there, and it was a Bitcoin mining operation. Yeah, it's interesting. Strange bedfellows, the Chinese communists are cracking down on Bitcoin because it's outside of their control, and they need to control everything. And uh, the U.S. is talking about cracking down, too, because they don't want uh, drug dealers and cartels to be able to skirt banking laws. Because that helps you find the criminals. Do I need to understand this at some point? Or can I ride out my life clear to the grave without fully understanding what Bitcoin is? Define need to understand. Well, yeah, I mean need. Need like I, you know, I need. Nah, I think your kids will be able to to pick up some of the slack uh, in the decades to come. Uh, and and soon it will be like uh it'll just be like online banking. And and the the denomination or or what you're calling it dollars or ethereum or it just won't matter. I think the the major use case of this and I have no idea how far off it is, it'll be like it'll just kind of be like PayPal to a lot of people. Mm. Um, that, that'll be how it is used and managed, but, uh, th- there needs to be much, uh, easier on-ramp for people like yourself before it gets to that so point. So I did my, did my, <laughs> I don't think those are the same thing. <laughs> There's a comma. Yeah, Luddites, comma, and halfwits. Cause Luddites just hate technology, cause I think it's right. making, I honestly believe it's making, uh, society worse. It's making, uh, civilization worse, not better. I believe I think that. you have an argument. Yes, um, absolutely. I did my first Venmo the other day, and I don't understand why I'm seeing all the money that these people that I'm... So I'm paying babysitters with Venmo. Why am I seeing other people getting... Why Why? Why? why do I know anything about their lives now? Yeah, you What's can the upside deselect that? that. Just go with the single head of somebody so you don't see that anymore. But why you're seeing it, it's inexplicable. It's crazy. Why would I want to know that my babysitter's mom got 20 bucks... Uh, mom sent her the babysitter twenty bucks the other day. I know, that's what? scary. Real plausible deniability because if it is used for drugs, the companies can say, "No, no, no, this was they they told us it was for a babysitting fee." Is that the reason? Most likely, that's my guess. I don't really have evidence to point to I that being the reason. Believe but. that most people don't want that scene. Most people don't aren't honest about what they're. They, you just you need to put something in there. You don't have to put uh-huh. what it's for. <laughs> well, I'm not doing anything but babysitting. So. Yeah, but you can put it. You can put hamburgers there. That's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, let me, I could open. Uh, so people are Venmoing up. their, what are they doing illegal? Pot's legal now, so they're buying illegal. Not depending pot. on the state or whatever. Okay. Venmo. But like, even if, even if I'm at a, right, a, a group of my friends, right, we're, we're, we're having a dinner out, uh, we're at the Brazilian steakhouse, and it's all on my buddy's credit card, because he's really savvy about the points. Events. So, uh, so instead of, instead of me giving him cash for it, I'll just Venmo him sure. my share of the bill. But I'm not going to put dinner. That's boring. So I'll put uh, for being the big spoon. <laughs> wow. This is, uh, yeah, that's fair enough. But I see Jack's point. I, I opened up my Venmo, my, Venmo, and I'm looking at when you have the uh, the multiple people. There is an old buddy of mine paid a woman I've never heard of for kale salad, it says. There's my cousin paying somebody I've never heard of for camp. So the only There's thing somebody I, paying my cousin. The only thing I could think of was it's trying to drive into my brain that this is what everybody does. So you should do it for everything, too. Otherwise, why the hell would I want anybody to know who sent me money and I sent money to? It just seems weird to me. I don't like the amount of interconnectedness we have. Yeah. Proponents of it, I don't understand. My, I, feel, uh... I feel like I've done something wrong when I see that my... 18-year-old babysitter got some money from somebody. I feel like I'm doing something dirty. I was just going to say, None I feel like I'm, I'm crouching in somebody's yeah. bushes, looking in their living room window. There's a friend uh, evidently bought shoes for one of her kids. Okay, why do I know that? 
Hey, you should send her a little note. Good job buying shoes for your kids. You don't want them barefoot. Oh, here's a friend. Can you comment who's... on all these? Like, like you can on social media. I want to comment on all the purchases and all the money spent. Exactly. Here's a, a friend. your money at that restaurant. I can suggest a better one. <laughs> God, I should do that all day long. I'm going to text this friend of mine. Happens to be a woman. Uh, how are your nails looking? And she'll be like, what the hell? I haven't seen you for like two weeks. What are you talking about? Because I see she paid her nail person. Hmm. Here's one of my daughter's roommates. How are the cockroaches over there at uh, the restaurant the other night? I was there recently and they had cockroaches. Here's uh, one of my daughter's roommates got a haircut, evidently. Why yeah, do why? I know yeah, this? That's, that's weird. Does anybody know why Venmo's doing that? Yeah, I'm scanning. I'm scanning. Makes me feel like a creep. Yeah. Particularly because it's an 18-year-old girl. This. Never mind that. I don't want to see anything about an 18-year-old girl I'm not related to's life. Anything at all. Hey, uh, Michael, what'd your brother pay you for? Uh, PlayStation 5. Yeah, that's correct. That's what it says in the notes. I was quizzing you. You're right. Okay. Scrolling along. You know <laughs> that Michelangelo's brother bought a PlayStation 5 yes. from him. Yes. You know that that is what he said on Venmo. Right. But in this yeah. case, unlike you, they're not living these crazy secret lives of uh, no, what buying knows, digital aids with drug money. Who knows what you level of underestimating the amount that the casual internet user just lies to the internet all the time. But what's the point of it? Is my is my question. Do you know why it's there? Because I have to put something there in no, order to send money. I, no, no, not that. I get that. Why am I seeing other people's purchases that have nothing to do with me? Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow, this is kind of fun. There's our old producer, Scott. Somebody paid him some money. And there's you a see, keyboardist I recorded with wrong. years ago. That's wrong. That shouldn't be happening. I don't want to see what my babysitter, what she's buying or getting. I don't want to see it. This says wow, people I haven't talked to in years. Joe Getty, chocolate pie. And then another chocolate pie. I like chocolate <laughs> pie. Wow, every day, going back 20 days, straight days, a chocolate pie. That's really interesting. Why are you eating so much chocolate pie? Wow, this is interesting. There's a friend who who paid his ex-wife for I won't mention what. Um, Maybe it was just developed in the era of everything needed to have a social media um, flavoring to it, and they, they that 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 might be right. So, what did the the ex-wife? What you got? You didn't use a name, so go ahead. No, I no, I'm not going there. I, I'm not going there. But you should too much. You shouldn't see. Some dude paying his ex-wife something, you shouldn't know that. I know. It's There's crazy. no way they want you to know that. And no they way. shouldn't do it on Venmo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's so odd. I don't want everybody oh, there's I my know. Kentucky Derby bet. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal, but I don't particularly want everybody I know knowing what I pay my babysitters or how much I'm spending on child care. It's, not, right. it's nobody's business. I wonder if no. I can opt out of that. Can I yeah. make my account private, I wonder? I think you probably can. You'd think I would know that, though, nobody, because I would immediately do it. Nobody I'm Venmoing is. Hmm. Interesting. Does anybody know anything about that? Text line 415-295-KFTC. So uh, Google has vowed to block cookies completely on the Chrome browser, which is used by around 70% of the world's desktop computer owners. Uh, by the beginning of 2022, sent shockwaves through the advertising world, which has maintained revenue from tracking as necessary to fund the largely free World Wide Web. Mm. All this stuff confuses the heck out of me, and if they were lying, I would never know it. Uh, I find the story interesting nonetheless. These are the fine folks who, after you buy a lawnmower, send you lawnmower ads for the next five years. 
So there is a privacy setting? Yeah, so the default setting is it's available for anyone to see. You can move it to where only uh, contacts okay. and friends can see, or you can just do private to no. where it's only the exchanger and the exchangee. Well, I'm see. going to private. Why would you? Sean, you probably ought to help Grandpa with that before you leave. But, well, all the younger people that I'm Venmoing, uh, they, they, theirs is public, and right. they can't be on purpose. No, the, but no, missing... I don't like everything's opt-in, opt-out public. I don't like that. I want I want to go to the European model where it's completely the opposite. You have to you have to go somewhere into the settings to share your information with advertisers, yeah. friends, everybody. We do it the opposite in America, well for obvious reasons. I think most of the time it's advertising. Well, it's because the tech companies buy politicians by the dozens. Mm-hmm. So the laws are written at their behest according to their needs. Anywho, um all that stuff we mentioned. I mentioned the hopeful diamond hunters got bad news. It was thought that they discovered a diamond field somewhere. Turns oh out, boy. turns out it wasn't. Among other things, on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A New York City Council candidate is receiving attention online after a video of him visiting a dominatrix was posted to Twitter. The whole incident was so humiliating, he gave the dominatrix an extra thousand dollars. All right. I get it. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I find it more amusing than you do, but that's kind of funny. It didn't occur to me at the time. Of course, you're... you're... You've been debased and humiliated exactly. in public. Exactly. Which is what you like. <laughs> right. <laughs> For an extra fee, I can humiliate you publicly. Wow. Tell me more about that. <laughs> uh, the New York Post, speaking of New York politics, endorsed yesterday Eric Adams, who is the guy, a uh, former police chief, who's running as a real law and order candidate for mayor there in New York and was leading in the polls the last month or so. But it's ranked choice voting, which is a different way of going about it. And Andrew Yang and this other woman have teamed together to try to beat him through that. I don't, I don't quite get how that works, but we'll see at the end of the day, I guess. To me, the most interesting thing is the number one issue for who's going to be mayor in New York going to turn, turn out to be crime. And it looks like it is. Get used yeah. to that being the number one issue in a lot of elections. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I think what you do is you say, look, you might like me better, you might like Andrew better, but make each other your second choice to make sure this fascist doesn't get in. Okay, so vote for either one of us as first. It's fine. Right. Just make yeah. sure the other one's second. Right. Okay. Hmm. We'll see how that works. So I. It's probably worth mentioning that Mr. Adams is a black man. Uh, yeah, probably worth mentioning. I don't know, just in today's racial identity politics. Here's a white man in the news. Um, <laughs> U.S. Senator, or I repeat myself most of the time. Um, uh, senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Scotch, we got white in his name. His name is Whitehouse, but he's a senator. Too confusing. I recognize him when I see his face, but I couldn't have, like put a name on him. But he's one of those senators that's been around forever. He's the one who most looks like an extra from the Best in Show. <laughs> Anyway, he's facing new scrutiny over his, uh, from the left, he's a Democrat, over his decades-long membership in an all-white private beach club. He's been a member of an all-white private club for decades, 
as he is one of the prominent critics of systemic racism in America. Hmm. Is that a problem? He's confronted Friday by a Providence supporter there, Rhode Island, who published a video along with an article on Saturday detailing what occurred after he was asked about his membership of the all-white club. And he said, the senator said, I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it just hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Yeah, we're trying to find black folks who like to hang out on the beach and pay for the privilege. We're just not having much success. We're not exclusive. We just don't have any black members, which could be. It, it, yeah, it could be. It could be that most black people in the area look at that and say, that's stupid, that's too expensive, I'm going over here. Or there's one place I would not want to hang out on a regular basis and certainly pay for the privilege, and it's there. You got a bunch of old Fs like Sheldon Whitehouse kicking around. I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's not cool. I mean, hey, obviously, honey, if, I racist, just, but... if you're a black family and think, hey, honey, I just signed this up. Now, it's going to be really expensive. We're going to have to dip into our savings. But I signed this up for a really expensive private club where we get to hang around with old white dudes. It's quite possible doing old white dude stuff. It's quite possible you'd think, I don't want to do that. Right. Right, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I, y- y'all do what you would enjoy doing. But, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know anything about the club. But Critical race theory is a horror and will tear the country apart. It's a Marxist ideology bent on tearing apart the, the United States and pitting us against each other. And this guy might be a racist. I don't know. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Can I just listen to John Coltrane play his axe instead of talking? Yes, please. You got any dope with you? John? Are you talking to me? <laughs> talking to Sean. Sean's a short timer. He's leaving Friday. So he quit hey. this job if you haven't heard. Hey, uh, asking for a friend. You check the... Uh... The uh, the laws in North Carolina, where you're going, Sean, for, uh, you know, substances, various substances. Yeah, you know, I, I get the know. sense that my glaucoma is going to start acting up again pretty oh, soon. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry to or hear Or my that. trouble sleeping or my trouble eating or oh, whatever. That, that, Elbow stiffness. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me that I uh, saw the tail end of a commercial on TV earlier in the show, and it said, um, reduces eye bulging by 25%. And I, mm. I didn't know what the dang ad was for. And I thought, what the heck is it? Who's got this eye bulging problem, and what do I take to reduce it by 25%? Uh, But somebody said that's a blood pressure thing. A lot of people with high blood pressure have bulging eyes. I didn't know. Gee, many. I'm glad mine's under control. (laughs) Although my eyes are kind of beady. I could use a little bit of bulging. I mean, I don't want like uh, full on anime eyes, but kind of in between like Disney princess eyes instead of my beady, beady eyes. No, your blood pressure is way too high if you're. Eyes are about to just pop right out of your head. Jeez, Louise, that's grim. They just need some relief. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it works? Can't um, take all the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see this story. Somebody twi- uh, texted it to me. Gavin Newsom was assaulted by an aggressive panhandler yesterday in Oakland. The, the governor of California, uh, whose policies have led to a, a, a homeless disaster. Had an aggressive panhandler get in his face. Oh boy! Well, that's that's not good. I'm not in favor of it. He well, needs to, he needs justice administered to him, but not by a crazy man. Well, see, here's the deal, though. His Secret Service immediately intervened, so he was fine. 
You, however, could have been stabbed, beaten, robbed, or just had a really scary, unpleasant experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you complained to anybody, they'd say, well, it's, you know, the policies of the capitalist Trump voter that have caused this man to be Housing homeless. prices, blah, blah, blah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. Anywho. Bums and junkies. I came across this. I haven't read the whole darn thing. I might. It's from City Journal, and somebody said it was the best thing they'd re- read about the 1619 Project. Came out last year. Headline, slouching toward post-journalism. I'm not going to get into the 1619 stuff, but the stuff at the beginning I thought was really interesting. And it's about how traditional newspapers had run into a dead end. Um, We all know this. The uh, advertising moved online. You no longer had classified revenue. All kinds of different problems. Newspapers were dying. They had to come up with a way to survive. So you start there, right? Newspapers had no choice but to change their business model or they were going to go under. Yep, desperate. All of a sudden. Led by the New York Times, a few prominent brand names moved to a model that sought to squeeze revenue from digital subscribers lured behind a paywall. This approach carried its own risks. The amount of information in the world was, for practical purposes, infinite. As supply vastly outstripped demand, there's way more news out there than there's demand for news, so why am I paying for it? Mm -hmm. The news now chased the reader rather than the other way around. When Joe and I were younger, we got up in the morning chasing news. Where do I find news? I have no idea what's going on in the world. Where can I find it? I'm willing to pay for it. Obviously, now, that is not the case. The The news outlets that want to make money are chasing you to try to get some of your attention because you're swamped in news every single day. Right. Emotionally, psychologically, we're all curled up into the fetal position trying to not have the news batter us to death. So what commodity would be worth something and and be for sale? During the 2016 presidential campaign, the New York Times stumbled onto a possible answer. It entailed a wrenching pivot from journalism of fact to something called post-journalism, which is actually the title of a book written by a guy named uh, um, uh, Rather. His last name is Rather, not Dan Rather, Andrew Rather. And I'll have to read this book because it sounds really interesting. Post-journalism. Um, the paper began to sell what was, in effect, a creed, an agenda, to a congregation of like-minded souls. Post-journalism mixes open ideological intentions with a hidden business necessity required for the media to survive. The new business model required a new style of reporting. Its language aimed to commodify polarization and threat. Journalists had to scare the audience to make them donate. At stake was survival in the digital storm. The experiment proved controversial. It sparked a melodrama over standards at the Times, featuring a conflict between radical young reporters and befuddled middle-aged editors. In a crucible of proclamations, disputes, and meetings, the requirements of the newspaper as an institution collided with the post-journalistic call for an explicit struggle against injustice. The battleground was the treatment of race and racism in America, but the story began, as it seemingly must, with one character, Donald Trump. It's how that kicked off the whole thing. It was inevitably wow. going to happen anyway, but they figured out, look, the only way the only way we have a commodity worth paying for is if we're pre- presenting the news that you're craving, and that is news that backs up what you already believe. And Particularly if we can whip you up into believing you're involved in some sort of existential battle. Right. And so we homo sapiens, it would seem, will pay to have somebody spoon feed us back the things we already believe and scare the bejesus out of us right that somebody is trying to do something wrong to our beliefs which are of course the right beliefs 
Interesting. And so at the Old Grey Lady, for instance, at the New York Times, they were recruiting these crusading young true believers who then took over the bridge of the vessel and said, not only are we going to do this because you told us to, but we're not going to permit anything but this to happen in these pages. Now, I, as a consumer, am willing to pay for unbiased news and know what's going on in the world without, uh, you know, without you trying to, um, uh, what are, what's the term? Um, Persuade, just, indoctrinate, uh, bamboozle. No, about my priors. You're you're, you're giving oh. me all the information that it, confirm my priors. Yeah. I'm not. I don't want to. That's the last thing I want. Every morning, what I'm trying to weed out. Is anybody that's just trying to confirm my priors? I'm yeah. trying to get the actual information, but there must not be enough of us. Like I'm, I'm paying for the dispatch because they do that. Mm-hmm. But most people must not be wanting to do that. I think there's a disconnect between a lot of the ideal of what people want and the use case of what they actually do. I think diet and exercise are a great example of it. Oh yeah, where people I want to eat healthy and I want to be in shape, but how does that actually play out in your day to day life? Yeah, take a look at our little uh, mini convenience store at the Radio Ranch. It's full of chips and candy and cookies and crap. No produce to be found. Me, yeah. I'd like to whip up a nice kale salad. Yeah, I think I'm an outlaw on the news one because I I do pay for crap food. I mean, mm-hmm. I I could pay for healthy and I pay for crap, but I I pay for the healthy news. I'm out of my own pocket. Going well, out of my way to try to seek it out. I wish more people were, but they just aren't. And to positive Sean's excellent point, I mean, Fox News has long been news from a conservative perspective, and I've enjoyed it. But as I've complained before, it's clearly moving toward, instead of telling me what I need to know, telling me what I want to hear. Oh, yeah, that's why. The I, website. Yeah, I mean, oh, specifically. Oh, yeah, absolutely, in a lot of the shows. That's why Brett, Brett Bear is still brilliant, but yep. the website, terrible. Brett Bear is the best newscast in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fairest newscast in America. But, yeah. I, you know, as a libertarian, you're supposed to believe that uh, human beings are capable of running their own affairs, and you know, you give them enough freedom. I just, I don't know if human beings can survive the internet and all this information. I just don't know if we can. No, my concerns are that those who would game the system now have such enormously powerful tools to do it. Plus, the government's gotten so big; they now have cronies in D.C. to do it. Yeah, I, I have my doubts. I, if, I have serious worries about the self-governance experiment. If food started raining out of the sky, almost every beast on Earth would perish, would would would, would go extinct. Because they would eat themselves to death, they'd no longer procreate, and they would go extinct. They wouldn't figure it out and stop eating so much. And I think we're like that when it comes to information, human beings. I think we're just going to make ourselves go extinct. We're going to kill each other. Society yeah, well, will no longer will no longer function because we just can't stop ourselves from getting into uh, tribes and, uh, and 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 reconfirming each other's beliefs about things. Well, at the risk of sounding grim and fatalistic, which was our original air names, yeah, as boy, a matter of fact, ratings were in the toilet. Oh man! So your scenario was what if 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 what grim and fatalistic in the morning? If if food was just it's rain and tacos, <laughs> bastard. If it rained tacos, we'd run out of bears. You short timing bastard. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's rain and tacos. The stupidest part of that song is the no need to ask why. There is every reason to ask why. An urgent need to ask why. It's raining tacos. No need to ask why. No no no. Question one. <laughs> why. What kind of weird cloud system of, like, 
meat and then shells coming in from the north at just the right time <laughs> at the bare minimum was this expected or not <laughs> to say nothing of the sour cream oh, where yeah. how and the sour Why? cream rains with the shells pointed up it's just right <laughs> and then the lettuce the well, occluded a... front of lettuce comes in and it's, it's... A one in a million at <laughs> the best anyway at the risk of sounding uh, whatever i said day one of raining tacos <laughs> awesome day two when you're walking around in oh, the... shin deep taco goo that's and just the... been sitting around all night long well and it's hot out so the meat is starting to rot and the streets the smell is horrific yeah you wouldn't be singing and jan- dancing around then, would you? It's okay tacos all right from out of the sky oh boy tacos. much reason no to ask why, why. Yeah, I am asking why. But so bears, anyway, my point would be all the bears would be dead. They would eat themselves to death. We're going to do the same thing with news and information. Probably so. And to get back to my point, I'm going to have one more whack at this and then give up. <laughs> I may sound grim and fatalistic, but I am reminded of the great rat plague in Australia, where there is a cycle of the rats reproducing and growing and growing till there's just an army of rats sweeping across the lands. They're everywhere. It's disgusting. It's horrifying. They're dying in the walls. It stinks, blah, blah, blah. Then they become become overly populated. They can't find food. Disease spreads. They fight each other. They eat each other. They die out. And the mouse population becomes very low. It, it is possible that human beings are due for a big, fat contraction. We haven't had one since, like, I don't know, the last Ice Age or something. I don't even know if that's true. It's possible. In fact, it's it's probable. No species just grows and grows and grows and then they never reverses field. Freaking Internet! Yeah, well, you know, we, we've all been whining for decades. We've invented the very thing that will kill us, and we thought it was uh, the atomic bomb. Yeah. Nope. World Wide Web. Information. Thanks, Twitter. Information. And the, and the geniuses at the beginning of this, and the, you know, I can understand why they thought this. They thought, no, no, more information. People will make better decisions. There'll be less corruption. <laughs> You'd have thought that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would have thought that. I'll be damned. Anyway, uh, your thoughts. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yo, yo. So if you're a gun person, the uh, state of California, which has had an assault weapons ban for 30 years, judge in whatever San- that means and whatever that means a judge in san diego a couple weeks ago said you can't do that that's uh, that that doesn't fly with the second amendment and what do you mean ar-15 what, what are you talking about it's the most popular rifle in america well that lasted a couple of weeks the ninth circuit court the most overturned court in america by the supreme court yesterday said put a hold to the reversal so there you go We'll see where so that goes. So it's rebanned, at least for now. Yeah, and there are kits you can buy to make yours legal. It's just silly. It's just purely it is, symbolic. It is It is symbolic silliness. Yeah, but the mainstream media, most media doesn't understand how guns work. And and so they just write their nonsense. Speaking of which, um, I thought this was interesting. I was reminded that Maggie Haberman of the New York Times, <clears throat> who's a fine reporter but a hardcore lefty, uh, got a Pulitzer Prize for her reporting on Russian interference with the election and uh, the alleged connections to the Trump campaign. Trump! She won a, a Pulitzer for that. Shouldn't she have to return that or something? 
I mean, that's just crazy. A friend of mine texted when I brought this up earlier briefly and said, just change it to the Pulitzer Prize for fiction. There we hey go. Now. Done. Um, but another uh, couple of Trump stories that I found kind of interesting. Oh, oh, the thing about Maggie Haberman was that when Trump left office, she said, I'm now going to write about the uh, Biden administration. But she's mostly just written more stuff about Trump. She's obsessed, apparently. Uh, Trump is obsessed with Trump, too. He's given at least 22 interviews for 17 different books since leaving office, according to Axios. Wow. Authors are lining up at Mar-a-Lago as he labors to shape a coming tsunami of books about his administration. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, so he is uh, he's working the refs, as it were. He's doing long interviews with the uh, authors, uh, working the refs with charm, spin, and dish. Offering Diet Cokes and dressed in suit and tie, Trump spent an average of 90 minutes with each of the authors. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The interviews are mostly on the record. Uh, he granted two interviews to a hat to some people. Um, they mentioned that there's a, uh, there's jockeying among the authors to uh, get their book out first. Michael Wolf's Landslide is currently in pole position. He's the full of crap. He wrote, what did he write? That Fury. And that oh, stupid yeah. book. Uh, the book many Trump insiders are awaiting most is Maggie Haberman's due next year, speaking of the Pulitzer Prize winner. Jonathan Carl of ABC News, whose first Trump book, Front Row at the Trump Show, was a New York Times bestseller, spent five hours at Mar-a-Lago, including 90 minutes on the record with Trump. Um, <clears throat> Carl, who's in, interviewed numerous Trump cabinet members, told me, if you thought there was no more to know, it's been mind-blowing. And His book is see. supposed to be pretty good. Five authors have gotten two interviews. Michael Wolff. Maggie Haberman, former Trump counselor Kellyanne Conway, who's apparently writing a book, Wall Street Journal's Michael Bender, whose book is scheduled for August 10, and The Federalist's Molly Hemingway, who's rigged, is due September 21st. He's given one interview each to about a dozen other book projects, including the WAPO's Phil Rucker and Carol Leonig, Sir, a bunch of people you've never heard of, David Drucker, the Washington Examiner, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, uh, New York Post's Miranda Devine, uh, whose laptop from hell about Hunter Biden is coming September 7th. Then a bunch of other people you've never heard of. Ari Fleischer. Trump said no to the book by Robert, uh, by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. Really? Interesting. Said no Had to no Woodward. time for Woodward. Woodward will write a book. Either way, he'll just get other people's quotes and you don't get to push back is the problem. Mm-hmm. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show for the day. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room, Michelangelo. Michael, what's your final thought? Yeah, Jack may be right. The internet is going to be the doom of all of us. I'm an internet junkie, and I'm going to try, and maybe after 6 p.m. is my cutoff, where I just shut off all social media, all internet, so... Just a limited hours for internet for me. Yeah, kind of the, uh, what do you call it, with the dieting uh, part of the day? You only yeah. Part of the day, fasting, intermittent internet fasting. I like it. Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? The outpouring of support from the A&G audience after uh, announcing that I am departing the show at the end of this month was uh, uh, humbling and overwhelming, and I thank you all for all of your messages. Apologies, I cannot respond to them all. But you've seriously reconsidered and are going to stay. Uh, <laughs> Jack, do you have a final thought? So, you know how you get in the groove of eating right, like you're on a diet, and then you fall off it? How do you get back in it? How do you get back in the groove? Does anybody have any tips? 
Do I need to, like, strip naked and take pictures of myself from all angles and post them around the house? There. Do I just uh, do I have a bunch of people call me names? I mean, how do I get back in the groove? I don't know. Have a long talk with yourself. Self. That's not working. Mm. Sorry, you any tips? Text line 415-295-KFTC. My final thought, based on what we were talking about today, and we'll get back into it tomorrow a little bit, is that no gender transition methods for kids. Nothing permanent. Nothing medical. Counseling? Talking? Looking at the problem psychologically? Yes. No medical stuff for children. Again, if you missed our discussions of that, I can't remember when it happened or a couple of different periods, but grab the podcasts at armstrongandgetty.com, the Armstrong and Getty On Demand. And Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Also at the website, hot links with all the stories and videos and, and, and articles and stuff we were talking about. You can read them for yourself or look at them for yourself. Drop us an email if there's something we ought to be talking about. Send it along. Uh, uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself some A&G swag. The Babylon Bee has the headline, Female Weightlifter Suffers Tragic Testicle Injury. <laughs> Well, let me apologize in advance for any mean, ugly, accurate things I'm about to say. If you decorate your home with plants, according to your Zodiac sign, <laughs> you are a soft head, and you shouldn't vote. But at times, there are ramifications. Oh, my word! Will the universe survive? Yeah, smart guy. Let's go out with a bang. And boom goes the dynamite. And you're talking about hackers. I hate hackers. You know what I love? <laughs> Sausages. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.